0: You're an interesting man, Scott Lang. You're an Avenger. You have a daughter. But you've lost a lot of time, like me. We can help each
1: other with that. You, the one thing you want. What's that?
0: Time. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast. That does, I think, what it says in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian, and that is kind of the end of the sound around the table. But as I was wandering through the quantum realm, I stumbled into a familiar face. Why don't you introduce yourself over there?
1: Yes, I am Hermes Auslander. Thanks for having me on, Ian.
0: Hey, uh, it was, it was like, well, from familiar face, it was a joke in there in and of itself.
1: (laughs) I didn't know I, how I was going to play off of it, you know, because nobody's going to see this. So I was just uh, yeah. like, should I put a hand up that nobody? No,
0: I, I hadn't even realized what I'd said there, but yeah. So <laughs> just there was a hand that I recognized. It came, out, it came out of the shot and I went, I, I know that hand. And uh, we're here today to see it or skip it on uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I think I said that right. I think so. Yeah. Quantum Mania. Sounds like a wrestling event. Um, but, yeah, here we are. Uh, and so if you haven't listened to one of our theater skippets before, uh, the basic premise is this. We're going to go through and we're going to do a review, but a spoiler-free review is what we'll start with. Uh, at the end of which, we will give a very clear distinction that we're coming to the end of it, and we will give a verdict whether you should see it or you should skip it, ergo the branding. It's alliterative. It's quite enjoyable. Uh, At which point, then, you will hear something that sounds like this. And when I say sounds like this, I mean you'll hear exactly that same sound effect coming back at you. At which point, we will say the word spoiler about 15 times, so you cannot miss it. And at that point, we're going to launch into a spoiler-filled review. So if you get to the part where you haven't seen this, you can listen all the way up to that verdict, All the way when we give you that, we give you our verdict and we say, hey, this is what it's going to be. And you'll hear that. You have tons of time to get out of there. And if you so choose then to watch the film, you can go into it without having any major plot points spoiled for you. So that's just sort of the lay of the land as it sits. Uh, Maybe Hermes, though, you start by saying, how excited were you about Ant-Man Quantumania? Uh, Are you still... Uh, I I don't say still like like I I knew what you were previously, but most of society was all on board with Marvel, and I think the general consensus though is there's been a drop in Phase Four, and I think most people the buzz isn't the same. Um, and ever since the TV wing has come along, maybe it's oversaturation, maybe it's hey I liked these four or five characters, and now they've aged out. Uh, but where was your interest level going into Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania?
1: Yeah, uh, I have a soft spot for Paul Rudd, and therefore, I also have a soft spot for Ant-Man as it relates to the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I do think there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces of what you just said in my interest level going into this. It is a bit of oversaturation. Oversaturation. The TV kind of left me with a sour note. I did watch. WandaVision and Loki going into this I didn't watch the other um uh Hawkeye or She-Hulk uh, she, Oh She-Hulk Ms uh,
0: Ms was, Marvel is there another one there yeah There was Ms Marvel
1: what I'm I'm blanking on the other one right now Oh uh know. it's
0: a Falcon and the Winter Soldier
1: Fa- Thank you yes Falcon I was never Yeah so to to answer my interest level I guess in Marvel in general it was definitely waning in recent years This I would say this and Doctor Strange were both the highlights of recent what two years and yeah i would say i was trying to keep it reserved because of all of my waning interest like you said there's not all the characters that you know and love it's not building as much it's not at least the last uh you know infinity saga uh crescendo if you will so i don't know i was just trying to stay reserved and just trying to keep my interest where it was most loyal which was to paul rudd yeah michelle pfeiffer Pfeiffer.
0: uh it's a difficult sort of um act for them i think i'll I'll talk about them a little bit than myself um i think if you're marvel the difficult part is is that you've uh, cycled out some of these characters who we uh had a great deal of emotional energy invested in at the end of endgame uh tony stark steve rogers uh Mm -hmm. natasha romanoff Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you have to bring in other characters to sort of take their place and elevate, I guess, others to that same status as well. Oh, then of course, let's not forget about uh T'Challa as well, and and the unfortunate yeah. situation regarding Chadwick Boseman's personal health and how that's got ramifications in the MCU. Yeah, absolutely. And then what you need to do though is where you because when Phase One happened. We didn't know what phase two and phase three were when all these universes part, sort of sm- smashing into each other. We, 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 then we got spoiled by that, and in order to get back there, we need to once again to, to quote Coldplay: go go back to the start and you have to build and the problem is though is that now we've grown impatient because we know what we want and i don't want to go back to this what do you mean enjoy a film just for the sake of the film itself no no no. i want all these things crashing into each other again Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we didn't even talk about moon Knight actually as we were going through all the tv shows it seems
1: its own separate thing right now it it does quite It it does that's to your point of we've grown spoiled and impatient with all of you know we've basically been oversaturated with dopamine spikes as 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 these movies have become bigger and badder and everything and when we first you know saw the first Iron Man or the first Captain America yeah that was unspoiled in that we never expected it necessarily to become the thing that it is now and now that it has I also think that Marvel and now Disney have realized that and are playing off of it too heavy i think they're yeah. kind of trying to have their cake and eat it too i, I think absolutely. they absolutely trying to they're trying to start up these new characters great that's what they need to do i completely agree with it i think they are still though leaning heavily on well this post-credit scene is going to play into this next movie and this yeah. tv show has to be seen in its entirety to play into the logic of this character and then it becomes this huge overarching storyline that isn't necessarily lining up perfectly isn't making the most sense and people are not not uh, ready to be that invested that much this hard this quickly
0: and that's the thing i mean even when you talk about phase phase three and the end of uh um sort of i guess the tony stark steve rogers saga that was all in a pre-disney plus world Mm -hmm. so then all of a sudden you you have movies coming out at roughly the same pace if not even a little bit greater eventually and then you've also got TV series that you have to keep up with. Just the, the, the sheer volume of content you have to keep up with so you're, you're on board with this overarching storyline. Uh, yeah. That's daunting. And once you get out of the loop, how easy is it to get back into it? And then secondly, you've hidden elements of this behind a paywall. Now, I know every film is in and of itself behind a paywall, I guess, when you go see it in the cinema, but in order to do that, I got to spend, so if I'm someone who wants to see these in the cinema and be up to date with it, I got to drop my $6.99, $8.99, whatever it is for for Disney Plus, just to make sure, and I got to sit through things like Moon Knight, which may or may not have anything to do with it, because they don't tell me which ones matter. I got to sit through them all and figure it out after the fact. So um, I think the attempts to uh, extract the maximum amount of revenue or interest or of a Twitter cycle or whatever that is, Hmm. I think it is going to come at a cost, which is I think people are going to feel a little bit overwhelmed and maybe go, you know what? Maybe endgame is a good time to get off the ride.
1: I think a lot of us had that sentiment. I do. I really do. And even if it wasn't intentional, I think – when I uh, started WandaVision, and then I saw Falcon and Winter Soldier episode one and two, I think it was that I stopped at. It it became that for me, even though I was still on the ride. And then it just became, well, maybe I'm getting a little dizzy with this. Maybe yeah, maybe this, maybe I've outgrown this ride. I maybe step back
0: yeah then you say okay well who's left if i'm if i'm an og marvel guy who's left and you had the black widow prequel which didn't mean anything because her <laughs> she's dead so i mean t- 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 it's the it's consequential yeah yeah. It's a, so any moment where they were trying to get any sort of like oh no what's gonna happen to natasha i'm like well she clearly lives yeah, she's in the very next cycle of it's like game. It's like, it's like big fish. It's like the, the, the character knows how he's going to die. So he knows every situation that's not that situation, he's going to live. Mm-hmm. So you've got that. Um, and then you've got things where you have some missteps, like no one told Taika Waititi or suggested he have anybody, you know, controlling him a little bit, and he just went off the rails with Love and Thunder. And you're like, okay, now what am I? And and, and Guardians are 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 bowing out, and you're like, oh, this 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 might be the time. This might be the time to go for a walk across the road, or heaven forbid see what other genres might be at play at the old Cineplex these days. <laughs> well, and I think that's, um,
1: it's going to happen. I mean, it is inevitable, right? No franchise can stay on top forever. It's no. just, it, it it's going to happen. And uh, hopefully, I mean, it's going to still be financially viable for a pretty good uh, number of years to come. I would say it's not going to not be finan- just like a uh, star Wars, you know, say what you will about the sequels. They yep. made a lot of money. So, that being said, um, I, I think they're the diehard cinephile, you know, is, is probably, like you said, getting off the ride and exploring some other genres. And I think that's going to be good, you know, for, for movie growers in general. I think what
0: they're going to aim towards, this is just my, 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 my prediction, is they're going to aim in the long run towards the ability to reboot the whole thing. Yeah. Because I don't think what they want is, I mean, you've got someone as Captain, you've got Falcon as Captain America or whatever Falcon's um, name is, it escapes me right now. Whoever Anthony Mackie plays, the human version, the version when he's not mm-hmm. got the suit on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. And, you know, other people can have, have played Iron Man, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not played. Other people have, other characters have taken on the mask. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. But really, what do we want to get back to? really want to get back to, can you tell the Tony Stark story again? Can you tell the Steve Rogers story again? In the way that we get Batman rebooted every decade and a half. And I hate to be
1: fair, hate may be a strong word, but I really dislike reboots like this because, yes, they are fleshing the same thing out again. And is that good for the new generation to have their version similar to what like the live action Lion King? I despise it. I won't see it. It's not my thing. But is this this is this my younger sibling's um version of what my Lion King was it probably is absolutely so they are entitled to that and it's kind of cool that it's in such a cool new technology versus the animation that i grew up with yeah. having said that i I can't stand it when it's Spider Man every four years, and it's you know with yep. the, we, we from, Gar, from 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 McGuire, Garfield, and and Holland in the span of what twelve or fifteen years, yeah. like, I barely got to rest. And Batman, same thing, you know. I saw Clooney, Kilmer, uh, or Kilmer, Clooney, and then uh, Christian Bale, and they could have stopped at Christian Bale, but here we go again. Pattinson
0: <laughs> and if uh, at- Affleck. Affleck with the I'll worst, tell you I'll what. I highlight Affleck, uh, but I'll tell you what though. If you watch the Super Bowl, everything old's new again because yep, I th- saw that. There's well. there's there's Keaton, and you know all I wanted growing up was a good Flash. This isn't
1: spoilers <laughs> for anybody who you know is into the DCU or you know not trying to be spoiled, but um by the trailer, I guess. But all <sighs> I wanted was a Flash movie growing up he was my favorite how was it growing up. him and spider-man were my Jeez. absolute favorites
0: how conflicted and, are you
1: right now Jeez. Uh, <laughs> and and but i never got that movie and then when the tv show came out uh it it was all right but it's just like with the smallville superman you know it was, it was very tv oriented and i was like okay it's all right all i wanted was a, and here we are at, what 2023 with uh ezra Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller behind the mask and uh, DCU and Warner Brothers at every single turn. Sorry, this is we're talking about. No,
0: it's adjacent. We're all right. <laughs> but I think
1: that sentiment is kind of where the world is right now with a big portion of the of my generation and the demographic that a lot of these shows or uh, movies are showing to and and you know um project uh target audience I guess is uh we're kind of. We're kind of getting tired, and we're kind of seeing these these things get outplayed. You know, like you said, we we know the re- reboot's going to be coming in what ten, fifteen, hopefully longer. Yeah, and the writing on the wall doesn't look too sweet, in my opinion. But this one, I don't know, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum
0: <laughs> Mania. Yeah. So back to I, mean, I love Paul Rudd, so I share your love for Paul Rudd, but I have been let down by the first two ant-man movies really i was like the oh, first I was, one i did not like the first i went there on my birthday i oh, went oh. to the cinema it's my birthday paul rudd one of my favorite actors is in a marvel movie not yeah. just as like a side character he's the lead <laughs> and i sat there and went this movie sucks the oh, best oh. part was when he was on top of the roof with falcon uh, at the Avengers, and he was he was bouncing back and forwards with, with with the quips, and I think that's when Paul Rudd's at his best when he's sort of you know playing off people. Uh, yeah. You know, take him for what he was in Civil War. That's the best use of Paul Rudd in, in a Marvel movie. Just let him bounce off other people and be his funny self. Not, um, and then I thought, well, maybe it'll be better with Ant Man and the Wasp because other people. Oh, that was that was. Definitely worse, and so I'm sitting here. So my interest level was really quite low. If it wasn't for all of the Jonathan Majors hmm. that was being featured, I won't say I won't say the character name necessarily. I think most people know kind of who he was there for, but I'll leave that be for after the break. But with the the Jonathan Majors factor in this film. And Mm. what that was going to mean. The buzz had gotten out. This is going to be a big movie for the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. So that was the thing that sort of got me out there. I hadn't seen a, oh, had I seen a trailer? No, I don't think I had. So, um, yeah. Um, but, but I did check one out before we started recording because the rule is if it's in the trailer, it's fair game to talk about in this part. And so, but generally just, uh, what did we like? What didn't we like? kind of thing broad strokes and whatnot uh, so i'll start with paul rudd i thought paul rudd i think this is his best performance in the three movies mm, in the three movies yes yes yeah yeah just think- his best performance in the in as the as the you you can you can argue if he's the lead character in this movie you could argue if he's in the top two characters in this movie but as the guy no. whose who's name is on the poster uh it's his best of the three titled ant-man films it's his best performance Absolutely agree. Yeah, I, I I,
1: don't think anybody can disagree with that either with with what they've given with all of these three very different scripts for these three films, uh, what they've given him to play with. Yeah, him playing to his strengths. We I don't know if we want to talk about how far, like you said, whether he's a supporting character <laughs> or it's it's
0: wild to think that. But yeah, he yeah. might be a supporting character in his own movie.
1: I I can't disagree with you on that one, um, <laughs> but he's doing a good job doing it. So whatever whatever we name that that position, he's filling. He's 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 doing a good job filling it.
0: Let me ask a question: Did you see this in two D or three D? two okay I, I, I can't do three i don't do 3d uh, i wear glasses um it's same same oh yeah okay there we go <laughs> Let not what i would know do not, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i wear glasses and um there's nothing more frustrating than when you realize oh shoot i've signed up for a 3d movie and i'm trying to perch these other glasses kind of on the end of my nose and i have to hold my chin up at a different angle to watch the film and for the most part 3d movies that are made as 3d movies uh it's just kind of the equivalent of like jump scares but for 3d it's there's not natural organic ways they show off the 3dness of it that being said because we had the option of a 2d or 3d screening i didn't realize 3d was still a thing um this is a film that if i had worn contacts i think i might have gotten something out of a 3d viewing i could because it was um the the quantum realm, I'm going to say that it's called quantum mania. It's quite clear it's in the quantum realm um, <laughs> is 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 a, is a visual landscape that maybe I could have gotten something out of with 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 a 3D thing. But overall, uh, it, it was it was a visually interesting place to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I did think I have um,
1: played with contacts in different. So like virtual reality is one example where the same reason that I can't do 3D. Uh, movies is why i have such a hard time with uh, virtual reality games is i get nauseous really easy and with contacts does it make some portions of that experience easier like you're describing with the glasses and finding the right you know distance and and perspective yes but it also in my experience makes it worse in that nausea nausea um, realm because like the peripheral is so blurry and messed up so with the three-dimensional glasses then you probably only have like a very center clear picture in in one portion of the three-dimensional space and then everything on the outside is just whirring by you and buzzing by you at blur you oh. know, that that sounds really bad to me so yep. on that on that level i wonder if because we you know have i'm, I'm assuming you're myopic as well where you're nearsighted yes I, I, <laughs> we're, we're we're we are the unfortunate few where we are uh, my uh, nearsighted in these movies i think we do gain more from a clear, flat picture in terms of yeah. just our brain gauging the depth of that image versus a three dimensional. I th- I think the concept is cool, but until they figure out how to cater to yours and my eyesight, I don't know that it's going to hit on that level that you're describing. I agree. It is very visually appealing at times and it could have, you know, it certainly had the, um, the contents, I guess, to make a really interesting three dimensional picture But I I definitely don't think the technology is there, unfortunately, for all of us. So I think it would have done more harm than good. Having said that, though, did they do an amazing job on the CGI for those backgrounds and that world building as a whole to where you were in the quantum realm? I think they did. I think that they did a fantastic
0: job. Yeah, I mean, how little this movie was shot anywhere beside a green screen studio is... (laughs) Oh, probably about four minutes of content or something like that. Like, it's a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of time in the green screen realm. <laughs> I mean, before
1: he goes, before anybody goes quantum, right? When they're, yeah. what, I, is that San Francisco
0: they're in? Yeah, it's um, San Francisco. So that's, uh, that's real, <laughs> I and, assume. <laughs> and, and the coda, and that's about it, yeah. In the, yeah, yeah, so, uh, uh,
1: but, but did it really take you out a ton? You know, was there uh, any, any CGI you know Im- uh, scenes that were just blatant um oh wow that is you know like because uh, it marvel has been guilty of this at a couple times in the past Especially they have re-
0: they have um i even think things like shang chi Where at times I'm just like, I'm just watching, I'm just watching a video game rendered screen. is all I'm watching Mm -hmm. right now. So even when it was at its most heavy, I still felt like I was watching human beings do things. So at least Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that at no point did the CGI. Cause I I can, I can be a real curmudgeon when it comes time to CGI. Um, because you know, we are, I don't know, I don't know (laughs) how your age is. I'll talk about my age, you know, I'm the generation that went and saw attack of the clones and went, wow, everything looks really flat and plastic. (laughs) cool Uh, um yeah but at no point did it rip me from my immersion for the most part i was on board with it um you know a lot of uh, you gotta argue a lot of marvel stuff starting to look like star wars a lot of star wars stuff starting to look like marvel um yeah yeah yeah. i I can see that i do in my notes i know i needed a star wars marvel crossover but (laughs) in many ways this kind of felt like one um it even had moments of Avatar in there that yeah. <laughs> we could talk about after the break. No, <laughs> um, What do I have? Let's go through some of the other. Uh, uh, it's called Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't know if they've ever used Evangeline Lily that well. But again, I'll say I think it was her best of a three so far. I think less is more with Evangeline Lilly, though. I agree. Yes, less is
1: more with her. I don't know if this would have been her best because. Um, but out of the three, she's only really had the two. <laughs> she's had the, oh, oh, she was
0: in the first one. She just wasn't titled uh, in the first one.
1: She was, and gosh, yeah, that's hard. I'm trying to remember her in the first one, which maybe goes to show how much she had to do in the first she one. She was or... just the
0: hard business woman who was fighting with her dad,
1: who was crazy. Uh, hmm. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I couldn't say. I couldn't tell you whether this was the better of the. But I, I got, I got to say, I, there was something about her performance in this one where I just. I was really not about it. I was really, oh, really? Not okay. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, was, I'm, so I was
1: glad that there. Oh, was Oh, hang less on. Of her, but I think, think I know
0: what it way. is, but I think it's an issue with the writing because I think the writing in this—I can say this part—the writing I think is quite poor. They want you to wait for certain reveals, but their way of making you wait was actually the most irritating method of storytelling there is and unfortunately you know who had to do was like all of these prompts it was evangeline Lilly. (laughs) she was the she was because she can't be the quirky one that's got to be that's got to be paul rudd so as far as like you know who's asking the question let me give you an example from how i met your mother instead oh what's what's the uh what's what's the lemon law oh the lemon law is this they get to be quirky oh okay and then what's this and that's eventually lily's job in this is to ask the question that may or may not get answered (laughs) yeah okay i could see that yeah um on that note let's talk to who she's asking questions of uh fifes Mm -hmm. old fifes (laughs) i mean she is one of my
1: and i'm I'm sad Liam's not here to agree with me, but uh, she's she still looks amazing and she's still doing a great job uh did she also have i think in the same vein of what you're describing with the writing uh oh, man a awful awful role wow. of exposition and and holding out unnecessarily like where yeah her character motivations didn't really make sense? Hello last Jedi, yeah. Yeah, I was really, really confused. And it kept happening where I thought they were just trying to play to something that was going to be revealed. And then when it was revealed, it didn't make any sense why she would hold this. I, I was very confused at that point.
0: Had much more to do than I was expecting. Much, much more to do in this movie than I was expecting.
1: Yeah. I mean, and she was. I think I think that's the thing. Who is the title role here? Because I feel like most of these characters we're discussing. Well, technically, are the title role would be Ant Man and the
0: Wasp, but <laughs> and the Quantum <laughs> but Realm. Not, but, <laughs> but, but, but 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 who's our protagonist? You could very easily make the case it's her. Oh,
1: uh, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know that I would. I can see the case being made, but I think it's the same case that anybody would make for Paul Rudd. I don't know that it swings enough that
0: direction. I might argue that coming out of a movie, you should feel secure in who the main character was.
1: I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you on that. Let's be let's be honest and, and call a spade a spade though. Um we don't always expect the 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 writing to be the biggest plot point or the biggest uh selling point no. for multiple movies. You know we know what it's what the selling point is with Avatar. We know what the selling point is with Jurassic Park World Kingdom, Dominion, whatever one they're doing, we know what those selling points are, and it's you know we're not going into an indie movie when we go into a Marvel film.
0: oh but there have been—I mean, there've been high points though of like narrative, like like you think Civil War, like the writing is so good in Civil War, and by writing I don't mean the dialogue on like a screenplay perspective, but the story perspective. It's like wow, really? oh Civil I War! Just I think I Civil War is amazing.
1: I- I enjoy civil war, but I don't know that the writing, I just rewatched it within the last couple of weeks. And it, it, it feels like a kid who's like, how do I get my two favorite people to fight each other? You know, like how, and it's like, well, we'll do the most obvious thing. Kill one of their family. Oh, members. I think, I think
0: it's really well. Oh, I think it's really
1: well done. I don't think it's bad. Let me, let me completely acknowledge and, yeah. and preface that. But do I think it's great or even really that good?
0: I think you're going I think you're more
1: positive about Civil War than I am. And I, I, I mean, think-
0: we will be doing our a uh, 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 Marvel movies uh, real roundtable at some point. And if Civil War is not top five for me, I'll eat my hat. Like I love Civil War, <laughs> top three maybe um, even like Civil War from it could be number really? one. Like I love <laughs> Civil. Oh, I love Civil War wow yeah i love right. civil war big time i i think Is it's age of ultron right be, right below it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a few <laughs> maybe it's third <laughs> oh man i had I'm such ha-
1: what your list looks i had like.
0: such high hopes for for age of ultron <laughs> with james spader i still don't mind it either oh, that- i don't i th- That great trailer where he like he like you know nicks the the, the song from Pinocchio, There Ain't No Strings Mm on Me. I'm like, oh it's like haunting and dark. And then I watch I'm like, oh it's none of those oh come on, it's none of those things. When he shows up we are so off time, I'm so sorry for my tangent. This is what we do here, you're
1: fine. No, when he shows up and he's half a robot that he just sort of like I don't know, it was like one of the um, yeah. one of the um, it was like a leftover suit or whatever yep. it was that he had uh, he'd taken over. That was haunting. He had yep. just become conscious and he you know was this obviously very threatening being who knew his place he was like i'm going to come for you and there's nothing you can do about this like go ahead and kill this shell because it's a puppet and like you said to play off a of, you know the pinocchio thing i i i thought that was great is yeah. age of ultron a great film No, oh, but <laughs> he was he was it was a it was definitely a good um similar to i think where this film is coming from it was it was mm. a it was a good um, piece of the overall picture and the overall puzzle and I think that's what this Ant Man is serving this Ant Man of the Lost is serving as a good piece as like a bridge.
0: Oh, I I, I fully agree. And then we'll, it'll be a question, which I'm going to write something down so I come back to it uh, <laughs> once I. Oh, I've got another pen here. I dropped my first on the floor there, but it was uh, just take that. Uh, while we're should we talk about Michael Douglas?
1: Um excuse me, I just
0: swallowed whiskey in the wrong bite. So okay, I okay. Was
1: my, I was muting my mic.
0: <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't Michael Michael. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I think Michael Douglas is oh geez, I think they really struggled for stuff for him to do in this movie.
1: Yeah, and it's a shame because I do like Michael Douglas. Yeah, I love I Michael like, Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. I even like him as as um <clears throat> as his character in ant man. Uh I'm blanking on his name. Pim. Um Hank Pim. Hank, thank you. Um <clears throat> Sorry, I'm so sorry. That was You're so right. painful to have Scott Flash go it. down. Bless <laughs> <Flash laughs> you. Yeah, um, but it, it is a shame because any any instance that he has shown up, and I especially liked him in the first one. So in the same vein of the discussion of which of the three films is this actor or actress's best or worst performance, I think this might have been his worst, oh. to be honest with you.
0: There's nothing for him to do.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, I and like when the... he does do it, he's not in character, it seems no, like. You no. know, he's just like the... the
0: Third wheel almost in a weird way. I just like his hair. <laughs> Say that much. <laughs> I thought he looked really cool. If, if I could look half that good as an old man, good for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you who I did like, and that is I want to make sure I get her name right because she was a complete newcomer to me. Uh, her name is Catherine about? Newton, who plays Cassie Lang. Yes, sir. I uh, also agree with you on that one
1: 100%. She was actually a lot stronger than i was expecting uh, not that i was expecting to be bad or good or anything else but as soon as she was on screen i was like okay i'm i'm into it and she was there was nothing off-putting again something about um something about uh uh hope's a character what um what's the actress's name lily i think or evangeline I think. lily Evangeline, yes uh Something about her character was from minute one, second one of seeing her on screen that was just trying to push me in the opposite direction. And I was hoping it was intentional. It turns out not to be. But nothing in, in terms of Catherine's uh, performance. She was she was doing it was frustrating. Her character was frustrating at times. But her as the actress. Yeah, was doing a good job doing it, which is kind of to the point I was like, all right, good job. You made me frustrated with you. That was obviously you're doing a good job
0: yeah um i'd agree with that and she she hasn't played cassie in any of the previous movies and there's a little bit of uh little bit of did uh, you notice that right away between her and in game it was see i knew see, i think i heard about the the controversy i guess i'll say oh i haven't heard about controversy i just oh, noticed I had, the, the actresses the, were different. the the, <laughs> the actress who wasn't bringing brought back uh Sort of had commented, oh, I'm really disappointed, and people picked up on this. And I think, uh, we, I think we live in a time where, <laughs> um, we're definitely, the media is, um, seems more than ready to suggest that someone has been wronged when you say things like, hey, maybe you were good for that one scene, but maybe you're not really good enough for a movie length kind of thing. We're going to go a different direction. And rather than go, okay, maybe there's a reason for this other direction, it just goes, you know, so-and-so felt felt hurt and troubled and traumatized by the rejection. And I'm just going, okay, mm. okay. I definitely hear you. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I had not, yeah, I had not heard about any of this. I
1: just noticed that the, actor the actress was different between the two films and that was about the last thought i had about it
0: <laughs> and there's two things i dislike it's precocious children which she's on the verge of being at points especially at the start of the movie definitely and, agree with that and it's when you have characters who weren't part of an earlier version being thrust into a central figure and we're supposed to act like they were there all along
1: i think it's hard though i think that's difficult yeah like to so your point to your point, you know, of changing the actress. Maybe this actress is just a stronger performer. Oh, certainly. So therefore, she's better for this overall film. So how do you put her in there and and be fair to her as an actress? You know, it's like, this is, this is your scope and this is what you have to play with. Go play with it. I think the only way to do that fairly is to not um i don't know it's to just thrust them into it is to not have a bunch of build-up or backstory or anything oh like
0: very that. much my comments not so much on the actress my actress is more about the character of cassie and going all of a sudden cassie's a big deal now and going oh is she are we are we all on board with cassie being a bit oh we are okay and then actually as it went on but those things that i'm i'm sort of predispositioned to dislike and my point i'm trying to sort of come back around to is that i thought she was great and so she sort of avoided both of those pitfalls for me, where usually I would have thought they would have been taken out by one of those two points. But uh, I actually found her to be a really kind of refreshing add to, uh, to the story overall. And I thought she and Paul Rudd had some lovely chemistry together. And uh, actually, I thought she had wonderful chemistry with the majority of the adult cast. I say adult cast. There weren't any other children. I guess it was other pieces of CGI she acted opposite of. But, yeah, I thought she was done. No, I thought she was generally uh refreshing. Now, uh, again, things that her character did and ways that they decided to treat her character, uh, it was a bit groany on my part going, come on. But, uh no, as far as the actress herself, I thought she did a good job.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. See, I I thought you were coming out a hundred percent the opposite way. No, no, no! I was a hundred percent in favor <laughs> because if there was ever, I mean, how old is she supposed to be? She's she's like high school or just out of high school. I think. Is that is that the did I gauge that correctly? I put her between sixteen and eighteen. I put her somewhere in that realm. Okay. Okay. Um. I mean, so is she? Does she? Is it? Uh, is it fair to say precocious child? Eh. Because, but I. I don't know. Is she is she more mature at times than she needs to be for her like her age, especially in one uh, we're not going to be on the spoiler side, but I no. I can think of one or two specific scenes where I'm definitely going to agree with you and I was groaning, but I don't know, did they make up for that or did they just not pursue that in the same direction as the film like progressed? I feel like I feel like maybe they just forgot what they were doing with each character, if that makes sense. Like, certain characters just had to have that beat for that scene, whether it was in or out of character.
0: They did use her as the mouthpiece of a slightly preachy message in a couple of places. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh... They've been doing that a lot in film recently. E- I was like, "Easy, Greta, easy now." <laughs> <laughs> How uh, dare you, Dad? Yeah, it I got you. Have,
1: it could have been a lot worse. I see. I'll, I'll I, say that. I though. thought
0: they were going. I thought I was like, "Okay, here comes the hammer. It's going to be over the head the whole time." And really, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't yeah. at all. So I, w- I was okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, and then I guess it's it's the big bad. We won't name him, but uh, you know, um, Jonathan Majors and his performance as the villain um, is. I don't know what you thought. I mean, I thought it was transcendent. I thought he was. I thought I, I thought he was amazing, Shakespearean even. Mm, oh, I think we disagree. Positive. Okay, very. Po- now I don't know that we totally
1: disagree. I don't know. I would c- constitute that level. Did you <laughs> I don't s- know.
0: Did you see yeah. Loki? Yes. Okay, so the same actor had had a had a role in Loki, and played it so drastically different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think it's the range because i was expecting because in loki he it's charismatic it's charming and at no point was it charismatic or charming Uh, at times it was poignant and subdued and then at times it was um egomaniacal but not in a typical villain quippy whatever sort of way so uh, no i just thought uh i thought he was great as an actor as a character i think there's some holes but yeah okay okay so
1: i i think we're definitely in the same ballpark with i thought him as an actor fantastic i think he there were some things that he continued to do that were kind of um just as a performer, I was noticing him do and I was just like, is that on purpose or not? So there was just little internal dialogue that I was having with myself uh, with his performance. So was it overall transcendent? Uh, you know, was it Heath Ledger Joker as a as, oh, heck, guy, okay, you know, no, no. as villain? So I was like, yeah as as far as as marvel as a whole goes though i was reading the theater around me's you know um reactions to it and i would and i would say a majority of them were on that i would say on your side where they were all completely you know taken aback blown away my wife even leans over you know maybe seen two or three where when he's you know um obviously very clearly the villain of the and she's she's not into comic books so this is all new for her she leans over and is like oh my god he's a badass yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah i mean yeah yeah i guess he is and so overall yes solid performance and character wise is what i had the biggest problems with certain parts same thing with michelle's michelle pfeiffer's character uh even even um cassie uh as a character there was okay. again i just don't know if they, similar to Love and Thunder, were they just trying to, did they just have this overall picture in their head of what the formula needs to spit out? And so therefore, you have to put in just X amount of variables for that formula to play out. I feel, regardless of character,
0: you know, I feel like you that's what, they do. I'm seeing a phase four formula and I want, I need to write this down so I can talk about it after the break. because there's something i'm noticing that's happening now and it's probably happened in marvel films for a good bit but in phase four i think it's clearly just hitting uh, a whole other level so uh there is that i I will say um i feel ant-man's a franchise that fails to understand its own internal logic uh it'll set the rules of the ant-man universe only apply when they want them to apply Um, Otherwise, they break there, and there's a little bit of stuff within that and within their own storytelling as well, where this thing falls a little bit apart, which I can talk about uh, (laughs) post-break. I think we're we're running out of trailer content. I I think we are. So I guess I would just leave with this kind of going... um, I guess I'll jump to the see it or skip it. A bit. Uh, I don't know if the word earlier is the right word to use, but um, maybe more prefaced by this because I'm, I'll go 1st and give you a chance to think about what you want to say. I'm going to say see it, but my see it is not based on the Ant-Man narrative. My see it is on what it means for the MCU as a whole. And this is absolutely a film that if you're going to be, Involved in the MCU. Our friend Megan, who has joined us for a couple of times around the table here, uh, she went and caught Endgame and said, What are the films I have to see? And we gave her a list of like eight of the 20. It's like these eight you have to see. Uh, I think if there was another one for this for phase four and phase five, you'd go, This is one you have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a result, it gets to see it for me. I, th- Weirdly enough, I think the Ant Man film is completely irrelevant. I think it's what it means for the MCU going forward. Hmm. Okay,
1: so you say see it with
0: this cherry on top.
1: Each, I, yeah, see
0: it with this with this cherry of a caveat. Mm-hmm.
1: I <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. I also say see it for. The same reason you just outlined, but I think that goes with any Marvel film. So to go one step maybe a little further or just on the personal note for myself, is if you're a fan of of Paul Rudd and the Ant-Man character or universe, if you actually give a shit about, uh, you know, um, the science or pin Particles or just that whole little subplot and storyline. I always thought it was a lot of fun. I always thought it was really cute and he's more family oriented, especially in the first one where he's just a petty thief. And then he, you know, he has a daughter and he's trying to do right. You know, he's a relatable guy. So, you know, that aspect of, if you're a fan of the Ant-Man character, then see it for that because it is fun. Similar to Doctor Strange, I've always been a Doctor Strange fan, so I enjoyed Doctor Strange. So if that's if that's if you're on that side of the fence as well, you know, if you actually like these characters, then see it for that reason as well. If you're on maybe team uh, team Ian today, then I completely agree. He is absolutely hashtag Ian's always right. <laughs> it probably doesn't mean that much in the overall scheme of things, but it probably is going to. In as uh, for the villain, as the villain is concerned, going to play a big role in the subsequent films.
0: Acknowledge me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess my question would be: if someone said to you, "Hey, didn't see Ant Man? What I miss?" I think you're automatically talking about all the non-Ant Man stuff. Mm, yeah i yeah. don't think you're talking about the ant-man story they missed i think that's completely it's our excuse for getting there in the same way that i talked the pod the movie we reviews the excuse to turn the, the mics on and just listen to the, the relationships at play you know the ant-man movies the excuse to just go here's what we got coming up for phase four and five of the mcu folks strap yeah. in
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah so there we go folks we've got two seats albeit with caveats Uh, but uh, you know there's so few things it feels as David's getting you out into a cinema go support your local cinema go see it and then join in the conversation Uh, if you wanted to get off the ride this is where that would happen because we're about to turn into spoiler country but first we'll catch you on the flippity flap, the flippity flip (laughs) flop Well done on that. Spoiler! Spoiler! Spoilers. Spoiler! Spoiler, he lives in a house in a very big house. Spoiler country.
1: So you've always said this, and it always threw me for a loop until I had to look it up for what you were referencing there.
0: Oh, it's it's a completely ridiculous Britpop <laughs> thing. For, I'll share a story in like ninety seconds really quickly. Um, back in the mid '90s, Oasis and Blur were the two bands at the forefront of the pop charts over here in England, and they both released singles on the same day, and it was the Battle of Britpop. And they both released like sub. Standard singles the oasis was the same album that had uh, what's the story of morning glory don't look back in anger champagne supernova and they released something called roll with it which was not which was definitely the uh, Ant-Man quantumania of the uh, spectrum, whereas Blur released this tepid song about living in a house in a very big house in the country. So uh, Living in Canada at the time, I, I read about this, but I, I had never heard um, I never heard it because, of course, the Internet doesn't exist. Uh, and because uh, or at least if it did you, even music you still weren't like you're still good four or five years away from Napster and then I stumbled into a uh, CD shop and it happened to have a Blur record uh, CD I don't know if it was a listening station or if it was in a bar I guess it was one of those bargain bins for like 99 cents and uh, I picked up the album and listened to it this, this is the song this because because Blur wins and it was this uh, it was this they win the battle Pop, but I think most people would admit that Oasis wins the war Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, it, it sort of made its way into our uh, spoiler um, de- declaration here uh, somewhere along the way. Bidding. So, So, Bidding. huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the spoiler area, if you haven't noticed from that conversation. Um, yeah, what, what, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Let I mean, let's start with the villain. Is that not the biggest Uh, thing that this movie? Yeah, it 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 ends with
0: it ends with Kang will return, and it was the only Mm -hmm. time we've seen that since we did see it with Thanos will return, and that was at Infinity War. Yeah, and you know uh, what I mean? Wasn't there? There was one more. Was it Spider Man or? uh, Oh, we get we we get the the Avengers will return. We get Iron Man. The Guardians will return. But as far as the villain goes, we didn't get Ant Man will return we got kang will return so i mean this is clearly like so here's my question is is kang the main character of this movie i will say so i i would i would say
1: so i would put my chips on onto that bet absolutely Kang is who most people are coming to see if they know about him being in it once they start to see him who they're going to be invested in and care about uh, as the film progresses and then like you said that final end credit scene Kang will King will return and even if you didn't see Loki like just cuz Owen Wilson and um and uh uh Tom Hiddleston Hiddleston I wanted to say Skarsgård. I was like it's not Skarsgård. <laughs> uh Hiddleston are there even if you didn't watch Loki you can still connect the dots and know from trailers and everything else like that's where they're coming from and he must be another variant as they they basically basically uh summarized Loki in, in the final Set of scenes, you know, both in credit and then the yeah. final set, where with all of as very, I mean, they set up timelines, variants, and all of Kang's variants. They set it all oh. up right then and there in what five minutes, if that,
0: maybe a minute. Well, there's a scene where he's talking to Janet Van Dyne, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. And he's go, he's basically recapping Loki and we even get this yeah. look outside of all the timelines diverging. Like I consider myself to be a fairly bright individual, but even me trying to figure out, okay, how does time, how do timelines work in regards to the multiverse? Because timelines are variants in one universe, but this is jumping across multiverses and now I've gone cross-eyed. Um, so there's a bigness in that. Um, kaleidoscope is how i've always understood it yeah just imagine just imagine
1: that little they use the same visual of like the donut, the it, branched it, it, donut. It,
0: it was a kaleidoscope in the in the closing credits now that you mention it
1: yeah the branched the branched um there's a there's a theory oh you're gonna give me talking about physics here ian thank you <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a theory super symmetry theory and there's actually a recent uh article that i actually published on my twitter re- uh about the um a possible resolution to combining supersymmetry and the uh, standard model, and one and, and how qubits spin and how uh, and how um certain particles and theoretical uh particles bosons Higgs boson particles etc spin in in uh, symmetrical universes and the timeline as as they uh I thought was intentionally laid out there at the like you said that uh, kaleidoscope and uh, ink blot uh closing yes. credit. Was that um, the the branch donut that they're always using as like the sim- the um yeah the s- representation for timelines branching is that each all every universe has that but it's mirror opposite and so this kaleidoscope is just this infinite set of possibilities in the exact same format but exact opposite okay so it's like this I know that's I know that's like paradoxical to say but it's no, no, <laughs> it's like you. your it's you. your reflection it's your reflection a million billion trillion infinity times over and it is also.
0: And as he says, like everyone else is treating time like it's linear, but he's saying I've been there at the end. So if you saw Mm -hmm. Loki, there's a version of him, a variant of him at the end of time and Mm -hmm. going, you know, just because I'm here doesn't mean that I haven't been to, I guess, in this case, the end of time and then back. So you're making this my ending doesn't mean I still don't do things in my past, which is your future. Mm-hmm. which is the uh, the fear that... Um, but only in this point in time that they're having that
1: conversation. Yes, yes. Because obviously it, any variant could have the same conversation at any other point in time.
0: Yeah, which is kind of, we get the, the whole Schrodinger's cat kind of yeah. on, on, on crack. But if you kind of want to think about it on another situation, if you think back to the Matrix Reloaded, where Neo's having a conversation with the architect and we're seeing how the same conversations played out in a multitude of di- various different ways at various different points and in the cycle and da 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 Quite similar. Um uh, something that was done really well, maybe it's a chance to talk about the end uh the end credit sequence, especially the first one, is if you think about how de- difficult it seemed to defeat a severely depleted Kang in this movie, how everything had to come together correctly. And we do something of this, this movie used very well was the use of uh, a voiceover from Paul Rudd to open and close the film to get across the fear that uh, this movie's version of Kang mm-hmm. said, if you remove me, then actually it's going to get a whole lot worse. You're going to see a lot right. of me and you yeah. didn't exactly know exactly what that meant. And then we cut to the first uh, end credit scene and there's, Tens of thousands of kangs in a common area, uh, all looking like they're being mobilized to take out wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah.
1: I mean, so so did you? I don't know. Did you take away the fear that they were trying to impart? In that, oh, this is going to oh,
0: if it, if, the wife. If if this was if it was this much effort to get rid of one, how on earth are you to get rid of ten thousand?
1: See, I. I don't know. I thought the end of the uh, battle with Kang was kind of all right, we're just going to get to the end here. Like he was a problem and you could see that he was that you should be afraid of how powerful he is. Uh, but then they just were like, oh, here's Michael Douglas
0: with all his ants. And uh, uh, I, I, gro- I I groaned at the ants. I, I was thinking more about the, the end fight scene in the in the room with the vortex, if you will.
1: Right between him and Paul Rudd. And it didn't yeah. again. Yeah, it wasn't much of a fight, but then he still got his licks in. So it's like he's not indestructible. Yeah. (laughs) So is, I don't know. It felt very shush, shush, shush. We're getting to the end. (laughs) We're going to get there. (laughs) Kind of. thing. Uh, So did I really buy into the, because the wife leaned over at um, about that point, or maybe right after we had left the theater and said, Oh wow, he's even worse. Oh, it was when he was, he was in the um, cells with both, uh, both uh lang, both lang scott and uh cassie and he was torturing with air quotes there i guess if that's the word we want yeah, to use sure. uh, it's a marvel movie so it's not like it's yeah but yeah. as he's interrogating or trying to get paul red's character to to do what he wants she, yeah, she leaned over and was like, he's worse than Thanos. And I was kind of like,
0: is he, no? <laughs> is, he is he, no, he's until, not. until he kills his daughter, I think Thanos still he? gets to wear the crown on this one. <laughs> he, he killed his daughter, tortured his other daughter to get his other daughter, yeah. who
1: he plans to kill, yeah. to give him the information oh. for the mountain. He's, no, he's not. He's, he's not there yet. I didn't say anything. I was just like, mm.
0: also, I, I might argue, as opposed to a singular Thanos, which ended up being two Thanoses in the end, although I way preferred OG Thanos to, uh, to Timeline 2.0 Thanos. Um, yeah. But the singularity of Thanos is what makes him powerful. And if you have 10,000 Kangs, well, then, uh, okay, you're just one in 10,000. You're a statistic now. You know, what makes yeah. Darth Vader impressive is it was one of them. Agreed, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and I think the multiverse, although it's a spectacle to show me ten thousand kangs at the end, I think one kang done well, and then you can have the reveal that there's more behind the curtain as needed. But I think that's a much more haunting figure. Now the question would be if all these guys sent him sent our kang, Quantum Mania's Kang, uh, away to exile, is this the strongest kang? Is this the most evil of the kangs? That's that is a I I, I I'm, was
1: glad that that question was raised as well, because I had I was thinking the same thing. Why was he exiled? What was what was the thing that got him exiled by himself? You know, normally there are parts and traits of yourself that you don't like. But yeah. what was the one trait that you had to grab and box up and bury into the deepest, uh, darkest hole? You know, and, and why
0: couldn't they handle him as a group 10,000? Why did they send him here for exile? Like, why couldn't you just take care of business? exactly exactly i agree i was thinking i had that thought
1: and and agree it wasn't quite answered i haven't found the correct amount of and i've only seen them film once maybe there are hints that or or more details that we can pick up in in revisiting it but let me unpack a couple of nitpicks
0: i've got mm-hmm. the first is when the PIM particle processes PIM particle process how's that for for <laughs> some plosives into the microphone um Yours rejects it great though. Yeah, I've done, yeah I've, done, I've, done, I've done all right. With that. When I first bought this mic, it said it's it, it has a built in like uh, screen guard for for uh, or filter for this. And then I tried it out. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> not to the level I need. No, I am buying. I am buying a cover for this thing. <laughs> um, but when it's first mentioned, it's like it only changes in size, not in mass. And so the theory behind that was. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why a little, a little Ant-Man can punch with the force of a full grown man Mm -hmm. is because
1: mass and and faster speed. yeah, Yeah.
0: So that's that. But within the first five minutes, if we don't have Cassie pulling a police car out of her purse, which should weigh about, I don't know, two and a half thousand pounds. Mm hmm but she po- uh, so it's it's that stuff it's the, the internal, internal logic where they go you told me what the rule for this was so either it is nothing and i can throw a police car around like it's nothing or you can punch with the with the power of a full grown person but you can't have both of those things happening at the same time uh i think
1: the way that the movie tries to address this was that whole um conversation or tip that um that scott tries to give cassie about the tap uh what does he say like jump and tap jump and tap and I agree they've already established how the particles are supposed to affect matter in this universe do they have they stuck to that sense explaining that nah. no <laughs> so the I think the way this movie, if I'm going to justify it, tries to justify it is that when when it is shrunk it is the mass is also compressed at some yeah. point or at some level, and then it is expanded at some level. That's why the whole jump and tap is because she's tri- she does she hits the couple of the villains when she's small because she didn't time it right yeah those and work, therefore yeah. her mass doesn't end up hitting it so
0: it's great to have you on because you are the <laughs> you are the uh optimistic counterpoint to my more curmudgeonly ways <laughs> so i've got a challenge for you on this one then yes because i don't think you can do this one okay All right, so first off, I mean, I have to kind of get there by talking about the stalling that Janet Van Dyne does the first half of the movie, where she won't answer any questions. Where are we going? I can't tell you. Mm. You'll find out. And she goes and, you know, talks to someone and has, like, this fight, and it's like, who are you? How do you know these people? And she's not telling you anything. Mm -mm. Yeah. And she freaks out at Cassie when she finds out they've been talking about the quantum realm, and we need to leave this place alone.
1: All she had to do was tell us why and it would have been left
0: alone. Very last Jedi, right? Like, if you just told me why we were doing this, none of the rest of the movie happens. Exactly. But here's my big one. Do you remember how Scott Lang gets stuck in the quantum realm to begin with?
1: They both turn into dust. Uh, All of them turn into dust.
0: I mean, when, when, yeah, with the dust, they'll get some of the dust. Why? Because it happens while they're experimenting, and sending Scott back into the quantum realm. And they're all right. really happy about the research they're doing in the quantum realm. And they've got clipboards and they're like, oh, we're on the top of the roof. This is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now the slightest mention of the quantum realm and grandma's freaking out because we can't go back there.
1: Is it, well, well the way, the way I understand, well, Hmm, okay, you said I couldn't do this, so now this is a challenge. Challenge, challenge accepted. Challenge. <laughs> the 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 same the same um process, I guess, that Tony Stark does with the whole time travel portion of the quantum realm. I think again, thinking about quantum, like theoretical particles and theoretical physics and quantum entanglement, etc. Maybe there's a du- duality or um, multi multiple, what am I working, where, where I'm looking for, there's there's a lot of facets for the quantum, quote unquote, large quotes, realm. And so I think Michelle's, fi- Michelle Pfeiffer's character is specifically focused on the facet or the face that she hit when she went to that quantum realm portion. Whereas Tony was more interested in, as he described, as like a GPS of time and space as it relates to quantum. Um, and Lang, was probably in a because he said he was down there for five hours and he obviously didn't experience any of any of Kang, any of these people, <laughs> anything else. So it being its own universe probably has a lot or maybe even multiverse if we're going because just because the quote unquote size um, is re, well, that's relative uh, for quantum versus the macro level of the universe. If we have a multiverse up here, there's a multiverse down there. Probably what she's referring to is her, that specific universe of the quantum realm. Maybe maybe she's even referring to just that universe as the quantum realm, whereas the other research and study they're doing, and this is a reach. This is as big a reach <laughs> as I can do here. <laughs> maybe the rest of the research they were doing was on the other facets and the other side, because there's even a couple um torus spheres that uh, Cassie's little um a diagram or what did she call it a signal her little yeah. hubble telescope um it it displays a couple torus spheres in in the form of a couple yellow particles and so that being a continuous shape maybe she's only talking about one point of that shape maybe the inside point of that the singularity if you will of that shape maybe <laughs> Maybe <laughs> reaching of reach, my arms are extended. Oh, I might as well play basketball. my reach I, is un- is phenomenal. I think they
0: completely reinvented what the quantum realm was in this movie. there's like there's people here and they've got uh a society built up, <laughs> and then the ants are gonna go somewhere for two thousand years, even though they've been here the same amount of time that we've been here. Wait what.
1: Okay, well, that time stretching and compressing and that's fine. Is but why ants? Like why ants? Because it's called Ant Man. I hate the ants. I hated them. And then the more ants you get from them, the worse it gets of a movie. I feel like
0: that's That's the the problem with Paul Rudd. Is I feel he's 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 attached to this thing. And if he was like grow, if it was like Ant Man, because you're small, I can deal with that. But this literal Mm -hmm. Ant Man, because he talks to ants, this stuff's got to go. I completely agree.
1: I'm so, and parts of it I want to like, and I get what they're going for. It just doesn't
0: work. It has felt shoehorned in every Every, movie.
1: Absolutely, we can agree a hundred percent. There we go. (laughs) I cannot stand,
0: (laughs) but that reach for the quantum realm. Yes, indeed. um two big cameos Um uh, this is the this is the thing in in thor love and thunder slight spoilers ahead jump 15 seconds would you uh right. russell crowe jumps up in the start stardust act two right here's our big mm-hmm. oh wow look at the surprise thing you know, we go to some crazy world where we're all disoriented because it looks so different and what's going on. And then here comes our big celebrity cameo. And this time we go off. We're in this new environment. We're all distracted. Don't call it the Star Wars Cantina. It's not the Star Wars Cantina. And, <laughs> I'm so glad you said it. <laughs> and, you know, where where Gwyneth Paltrow is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, <laughs> and who do we meet? We meet uh, Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, a strange name to attach yourself to these days. I mean, he's not exactly scandal-free himself. What is with all these scandals? I am always behind on these scandals. (laughs) I didn't hear about this one either. Uh, A movie he was in had to get shut down for a couple days because of the way he acted towards a female co-star. Um, oh the film was being directed by Aziz Ansari, which I think is part of the reason why I think Aziz really needs to look like he's right on the cusp of this because he's got his own scandal. Uh, so right, right, right. I think I, I think I heard, remember you guys mentioning this actually. Yeah, like we it, did. Yeah. We just jogged this up. Yeah. But, but we talk. we lose a lot of content. So there was no expectation. You've necessarily heard it. Just I don't remember what
1: it. I've talked about it on my own episodes. <laughs> I
0: can't. so you know bill murray was okay i guess i didn't know if i needed this whole like admission that she and sorry that he and janet had had a sexual relationship
1: i thought honestly that was the best part of that whole exchange the fact that there was history that was still somewhat comical and was uh was uh interesting or you know fun to watch the reaction of of um of michael douglas and her character you know discuss it in a very mature way i I thought that was
0: great and everything because the thing is like and again this is to be continuity from film to film but geez i wish there would be um (sighs) you both (laughs) when when scott lang comes out he says it's been five years but for me it felt like five hours Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so just because she's been gone for 30 years it seems like she experienced 30 years when she was down there exactly and we're told this is a place without time and yet it seems like time ran pretty linearly and 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 equal to what's going on but, you is know, Kang, outside is of Kang Narnia, immortal?
1: is Kang immortal then? I mean, so I, I completely know. hear you that it's inc- that it, there's there's this inconsistency in their own internal logic with a lot of different things. Right. With how the Pimp Cardinals work is, is. But as as this relates with time, as time works, I think maybe the chaotic nature of it is sometimes it means this. Sometimes it means that maybe it can mean this. Maybe it can mean that. Uh, but in the context of just this film. I think that's a big problem I had is I could I was confused a lot with how they were explaining and not explaining certain things again is Kang immortal or not because (laughs) if he is immortal that would make sense that he's down there the entire time that she's down there hasn't aged the entire time while she has aged and then is still down there for who knows how much longer when she gets out because of time is different down there than it is up here. It just goes all over the place. It just seems that the
0: first movie, the quantum realm, was a place where you kind of lose your mind and just sort of float in between the existence of reality itself. It was supposed to, right? And then this version, it's like, no, no, no. It's just like a miniature universe that exists underneath it all, which is weird because theoretically then, oh, my word, it should be infinite in scope if you consider the size of... The bigger universe, a small universe, should be just as infinite. Yeah, ten yeah. times that, it, 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 but but to like ridiculous amounts of of exp- exponents beyond that because it's so 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 ridiculously tiny. Um. Uh, it- you know, it's then, it, basically, it's, it's like honey, I shrunk, shrunk the kids logic, right? If my backyard, I can walk across in like, in like 10 steps, but if I'm like, you know, the size of an ant, hey, there we go. I made it work. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, 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 it's a three day journey. Then what does that mean when it felt like the quantum realm was actually not really that big in the grand scheme of things?
1: Well it kept it kept um if you looked in the background it seemed like this again why why I go back actually my, I think my explanation is working more for me now uh, in that it had different portions or facets or locations maybe this was one world of the quantum realm the quantum realm being the one big giant universe because if you look at a lot of the sky if you want to call it a sky yeah. in in this The location, there's a lot of what look to me like holes or or vortexes that go somewhere else. So if you're coming out of one of those into this one world, more than, I, I assume my logic would probably, or yeah, my mind would say that it seems justifiable to assume that those other places exist outside of this one world, you know? This is Earth, quantum, quantum Earth, and one of the other ones are Pluto and Jupiter, quantum. So... Why is it that they keep landing here? And why is it that J- Janet keeps landing here? Again, that's internal logic. They didn't really think further than this is the location for the movie, I feel like. Again, they didn't answer that question even for themselves. They just said, this is where you're always going to land. So this must be the quantum realm. Again, doesn't quite, at least to me, doesn't quite add up. And then again, time is... is I. I so do you think he is I got I this is a this is a question I had I wanted is to ask immortal? Is he immortal? I don't know. Is he immortal and is everyone else down there on a different like life cycle because it doesn't it doesn't talk about any life death cycles down there. They just said, you know, he killed our people oh. and he made us move and stuff. How long of a timeline are we talking? Was that last week for you or was that 100 years ago for you what do you what what time scale are we talking about here and was janet a part of all of that so therefore that was only the span of 30 years and so therefore when she left and she's been outside with scott and cassie and them for how how many years yeah. now is this has like all of that yeah I, I, it's confusing yeah back. is this is
0: this like, lion the witch in the wardrobe logic where you know you spend a summer away and it's been three thousand years or does time stop outside yeah. of
1: the wardrobe and it's just going on inside and then I mean okay that's actually a good point for theoretical physics it things are uh um what does it say uh, particles change based or their interactions change based on whether or not you're looking at them same thing with Schrodinger's cat uh it can yeah it, it, if you're looking at it, it means one thing, but if you're looking at it a different then it means another thing, so maybe that's what they're trying to refer to here is that it's only this quantum realm when Janet is looking at it along with everybody else but again that doesn't our brains it goes in circles it it leads us to the same space it doesn't
0: fucking make sense speaking of things that don't make sense um, and Schrodinger's cat and whatnot can we talk about how all the Scott Langs work together to let Mm. our Scott Lang climb on top so I'm just like if these are all the possibilities all the possibilities love Cassie was how they love Cassie, her. but then all the possibilities are aware of each other and can act. At what They're point can all aware the, of each other? At what point can all the possibilities go? We should team up at the same uh,
1: the at the moment in time the very minuscule possibility that all of these possibilities uh decided this was the common goal i got no They'd problem with them all
0: having the same the same um motivation but the idea that they could somehow work together so if i if they i could talk to each other they could run they, they yeah. obviously have some
1: autonomy i thought so the same amount of autonomy could then decide because hey, we're told I the to further you're down
0: neighbors. there you'll lose your mind was the warning we got but there was no losing of mind actually Either I, I this is a crazy delusion and maybe that's the, that's the conversation to somebody to understand the science behind it, I guess. Or it's, these are all your possibilities, probabilities. But at no point do I think you get to World War Z yourself out of this.
1: <laughs> I, that was a cool visual, I
0: actually Oh, thought. I bet you with the 3D glasses, that would actually look look, look pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought the lighting was great when it was, because it looked massive, didn't it? When it was when yeah. the whole ant army of ant mans coming up to the bottom of this sun. Um I I I think this is a and this is a um, stealing your phrase a hundred percent. I think this is a this is one of those instances of movies got a movie because <laughs> I can justify it to a certain point and then I realize how much the logic starts to conflict with itself and it's like yeah. So if it's all the possibilities. Is the explanation of you're going to lose your mind just incorrect and superficial? They just had never been there, so that's the best guess they had. You're going to go down there and something happens. And you're not going to come back kind of a thing. Do yes. I say it in a scary way so that you do listen to me and just get in and get out kind of a thing? Maybe, maybe. Like all these are just maybe, maybe, maybes. So what we saw was actual physical splitting of his his particles and his, his physical being. So much so that obviously there was... As some autonomy for each one of these, although the thing that they kept con- consistent is that only his body was splitting his, um, earpiece was remaining with just, um, prime with just oh, the okay. single uh, first one. He was the only one because he could hear, um, uh, Darren up top. He could hear Cassie up top, but none of the others could hear Darren or Cassie's. I think maybe that's you know how they all, it, it clearly shows it when he's asking Darren or he's asking Darren, 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 Darren and then he says, Modoc. Nobody else refers to anything in their ear as uh, for guidance, rather, you know, throughout the whole thing. So maybe knowing that, uh, knowing that he is hearing something, maybe they all just decided that he must be Scott prime. And yeah. therefore we should all, again, we feel this drive and help him do the thing he's trying to do. But again, I keep saying maybe, maybe, maybe because that's all they give us. I, I It's anybody's guess. It's probably movies got a movie.
0: How much did Baskin Robbins pay for their, because <laughs> the fact that he was a Baskin Robbins employee was probably like nine different times in this movie. Was that, ref- I, I couldn't remember the second one. Was that, was that
1: referenced at all in the second one? Well, Baskin Robbins? Yeah. No, was, I, don't, I don't think so. Was he, okay. So then, yeah, it must've been just this one movie that that happened. Cause I, I in kept the, thinking I was, there was in the first inside one joke was missing. In the first one?
0: In the first one, he's fired from it for for, for being an ex-con because he didn't tell them he was a convict on his uh, a- application. You
1: know, that's something we should tell people. They should probably rewatch one and two to go into this because there was <laughs> that that felt like one of those inside jokes. And I was like, what am I missing here? Why Ta- am I missing this? I'll
0: tell you what I was missing from the first one. I don't know how. There's not a lot of room for her. But if you've got room to put, oh, is it is it Randall Park? Is that the actor's name? For... Um, he's just sort of is during Jimmy Wu, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, what, was he in this one? Yeah, he's he's sitting down at the side getting coffee with him at one point. It's it, 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 it's a really quick blink and you'll miss it, uh, cameo. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. but if you got time for him, which you should, um, then, um, I was missing Judy Greer. Mm um the actress who plays cassie's mom i thought i think she's i think she's great and i think if you're going to play the mom card which the movie would go on it probably helps the audience to remember what mom looks like i because
1: i honestly forgot that judy i i can't even picture her in the first one is it and i'm assuming that's the only film she was in as her mom i think she's in two as well see i yeah i don't remember her at all
0: yeah, um, yeah, good shout
1: then, good shout. Yeah. If she had been in this, it would have been, yeah, more consistent with the family.
0: <laughs> I mean, she might, she might go, which daughter are you this time? You're a third actress who's played Cassie.
1: <laughs> well, she's also aged, so they can kind of, you know, um, the film dust that one. She She's
0: gotten older. Well, I'll tell you who else has gotten older, and we talked about movies, got a movie, but there are some things I had to go through. I just had to say in my head, it's a comic book movie, Ian. It's a mm-hmm. comic book movie. Some things get a pass. And that was MODOK. Yeah. Uh, Darren Cross, the reveal that Darren Cross is still alive in the quantum realm. And, and so you're saying that movie's got a movie because he's still oh, alive. I, I just I just hated this. Uh, the fact that they stretched <laughs> his face out. The fact that he looked like brain from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, um, are you familiar with any of the
1: previous incarnation uh, incarnations of
0: MODOK? Or no, like, no. At, this is a, all new comic. to me.
1: No, okay, see, I'm okay. not a big
0: comic guy, so I'm – I'm, yeah, I'm just sitting here going. It feels ridiculous, but it is based off a comic book, so I think at some points things get a little bit That's of That's what he looks like. I'm going to
1: spoil it for you. He's yeah. he's a big head with small arms and legs. That's what he looks like. Did it look – that was the worst CG, I would say, though, of the whole movie. Is that portion definitely – Yeah, but it's supposed to, like, isn't it? It is supposed to, but I feel like – did it not feel like he was just like a blown-up, thumbnail face sure like just a zoomed in face for when when um, someone then, doesn't realize
0: that there's gonna be an aspect ratio that you have to maintain and it just stretches yeah. all
1: out yeah exactly yeah it was it was it was jarring at times where yeah. it could have been it could have been better it could have been done better it, definitely
0: and i think I, 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 it could have been done better is my viewpoint with the whole character because he has a a psych up speech from cassie <laughs> about <laughs> just try not being a dick it's never too late to not be a dick. And then, like, he has the big emotional death. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to let you put no. stakes on this for me. I agree. I, again, the
1: consistency, I, I think, to your um, note that you probably wrote down about formula of a lot of these Marvel films. I think this was a clear example of they had their their formula. They know what the formula needs to fruit. And therefore, they have to put X, Y, and Z variables into said formula regardless of character they did it horribly with love and thunder they did it yeah they they i would say they they've done it a lot with sequels so i would say they did it with doctor strange they did it with love and thunder they've now done it with ant-man this third one um those are the yeah i i don't i'm i don't know guardians was another i i, I think they're trying to to that to that word of quippiness they just need oh, a certain yeah. amount of a certain amount of comedy beats they don't have a comedy relief character they have comedy relief regardless so
0: well yeah that's my problem with ant-man is that ant-man is the comic relief Mm -hmm. but then what do you do in your comic relief is your is your title character
1: yeah he doesn't he's no longer title character is what it
0: becomes or you have to bail on the comic relief and then you got to find artificial moments like this
1: yeah yeah Agreed.
0: As well as like his his consideration for uh Scott's consideration for how Cassie was doing. Like, there's moments where he's just like knocking over buildings, be like, I'm coming to get you, Kang. Now, at this point, he doesn't know she's safe. And then a mm-hmm. minute later, he's like, Oh, Cassie, are you? Oh, I gotta go find you. And I'm just going, Okay, which one of the two motivations is it? Is it about getting Kang or is it about saving Cassie? Because I think you kind of have to make a choice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> inconsistency throughout the movie yeah <laughs> there's a lot of it there is a lot of it and the further and again we you and i both have only seen it once i feel like if we watch it a couple more times there's going to be more of them yeah i think you're probably right there's going to be a lot more of them especially with some of those side characters that they wanted to be sort of the uh corg of this movie the, you know the um yeah the, the, the- my the <laughs> The goo guy who's
0: like, yeah, guy. I have the holes.
1: All of a sudden, yeah, he has holes and and can do things and and the tele a telepathic uh, character. Um, yeah, the, I think, yeah, I I think they just know what they need or they know how long it needs to be between that laugh and the next laugh and as long as we can hit those notes even if they don't necessarily hit somebody who's paying attention hopefully enough people aren't paying attention where they laugh because I'm gonna be honest with you most of the theater laughed at most of those
0: beats yeah I'm trying to remember if it was a very funny film I don't think it really was it was a it was a Marvel humor yeah I guess so yeah a
1: a superhero humor
0: um hmm. I mean there were some side characters I did enjoy um Oh, oh, I had his face, and now I've removed it. Why have I done this uh William Jackson Harper, who's from the good place he was the he was the empath the mind reader yeah, whatever it was tele- yeah yep. I thought he was really good I
1: did too, but I also thought he was super very surface level you know you,
0: you can't stay too long on it
1: you can't I mean I don't know did it not feel like a forced? extra comedic relief you know he's like oh everybody's disgusting and then they just keep playing to it stop would you please stop, stop thinking, thinking that. that would you please yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah we got the joke
0: okay we can move on now we can yeah. move on please let's move on i guess he was handy for the plot yeah. only when they're like what's the code i won't t-. were those things supposed yeah. to be robots or were they actually supposed to be people or sentient I organic the same beings? Thing. yeah
1: great great question where was the uh answer to that question i don't oh. know and both of us who had seen the movie start to finish should have had at least some better like idea of that but no they lived they died and we still don't know whether they were alive or dead if
0: we can go back into janet's backstory for a minute and trying to fix um trying to fix kang's spaceship Mm -hmm. like they've got little blow torches and stuff and i'm like where'd you get these where did they get this (laughs) (laughs) how are you powering the blowtorch that's my question (laughs) Are you eating during this
1: time? Like, what? I have no idea. What did he call it? A a quantum multiverse regulator or engine? I think maybe it just was an engine. Sure. Multiverse engine. Core or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's one of, if not the most sophisticated pieces of technology in the not only universe, multiverse. Yeah. And they're going to fix it in the quantum realm with no. Uh, we're
0: gonna we're gonna macgyver this
1: (laughs) it's not even eight i'm trying to pick like a like a century it's not it's not even on the spectrum of centuries it's like stone age Uh, and you're telling me they're gonna fix the like you said where did those blow torches it's been a great question
0: it's been a while since we've done this in the pod but this is a magic doohickey if i ever saw one (laughs) i've ever saw one.
1: i yeah i don't i i and, and now it, that you bring that up, it frustrates me. To yeah, that. I'm just sitting here going,
0: "Okay, I see you are fixing this one thing, but how did you get the stuff? Where yeah, did, you- what, what did
1: <laughs> I, it makes and you know, and it makes sense after that point because I, I, it, it, it's crucial to the um, to the overall plot, right? Because using that core, he gets his suit, and therefore he can he has at least enough power that she charged him up with, so that he can build this empire down there. That makes enough sense. He got the power from the from the from the core and the suit that he got recharged and from his little chair spaceship to build this larger bigger thing and certainly there's a form of energy you know um and entropy down there in this subatomic realm. Don't say the physics on that because it doesn't add up but <laughs> if it if it was going to add up and it was feasible, that makes sense but to get to that point, you need to somehow bridge stone stone age technology with the most sophisticated piece of technology in the history of ever. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Why did you bring that up? You frustrates the hell out of me. Now. He- <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it and thought, how are you Magic doing this? To... <laughs> <laughs> That's like too icky. That frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to obsess over that. I'm going to bring, I'm going to, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go ask the wife, Hey, by the way, <laughs> did they? Did they did they show us how they got the blowtorch? Did she bring blowtorches when she crashed out there? Did they mention that? Hmm. Uh, Maybe he had on this ship. I don't know.
0: Someone else in mind was uh, Katie O'Brien was her name. She was sort of like the tough woman.
1: Oh, uh, the the like the tribe leader? The tribe thing.
0: leader. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought she was all right. She's from the Mandalorian. As, uh, not, sorry, not the Mandalorian. Um no, wait, she is with the Mandalorian. My bad. Is she? Yeah, she's got four episodes as some sort of comms officer, but there's, I'm on her IMDb page and there's lots of shots of her talking to, um, Gustavo Fring. So I'm guessing, you know, bugging out. Okay. I'm okay. guessing that must be, uh, I think, I, I, she was really good. I had to look for a second. I thought, has Amelia Clark been working out? And then I'm like, oh, no, I don't God. think it's her. And then I'm like, it's not that woman who was kicked off of, uh, off Mando, is it? Cause I'm like, I know I know someone from something.
1: No, I rec. I didn't recognize her actually at all. I knew it wasn't. I didn't even think it was anybody else. I just like took her and ran with her. And yeah. I agree she she didn't she didn't do a bad job. There was, I I I don't think there was as much to do with her that there needed to be. But then again, there was also those points where it seemed weird for her character to say or do this thing because again, we're in a Marvel film and they they gotta have those beats. You know, yep. like when when they escape from prison. I thought that was like. All right, this is one of those.
0: Oh, of there's those a things. bit where, don't call them stormtroopers, are walking her down. <laughs> and she's clearly got a pin particle disc in her hand. I'm like, why has she not been restrained in the slightest? Because we just needed her to really easily throw these discs out. And I'm like, all right. Yep. It is We've
1: what got it got a is. movie on that one, yep. Yeah. It, so we, we're in agreement that the movie does this quite a bit. It does know or at least assume that we're not going to care when it does these things. Because it does it a lot
0: it does uh let's do this this should be fun let's do the phase four name game so i'm gonna name you the the films in phase four you tell me if this is better or worse okay so you tell me if ant-man and the wasp is better or worse than black widow uh better i'll go better because it's kind of important if i care if the character lives or dies agreed um shang chi uh
1: better Uh, better slightly
0: though i'll go worse slightly uh, although they're both guilty of hey remember that character you saw in bunch of emptying movies ago they're back in a comedic relief role surprise (laughs)
1: yeah
0: yeah. uh eternals oh so
1: much better better yeah so so much better
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm assuming well though this will be an easy one i'm guessing spider-man no way home uh it's worse
1: it's worse (laughs) yeah no way home is is really good
0: doctor strange too
1: Equal, equal. Gosh, that's oh worse slightly. Just because I like Doctor Strange,
0: I will more. agree with worse slightly. I don't like Doctor Strange, but I will agree with worse slightly. Um, nothing in this film is as good as the ten minutes when you get the other superheroes in doctor Mm, strange too
1: oh yeah absolutely That is. i might even i might even lower it then it's it's worse just yeah just period
0: (laughs) thor 11 thunder better better
1: it's better better than that
0: yep uh black panther wakanda forever i have to abstain i have not seen it also have not seen it oh really okay wow okay yeah um yeah it's 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 on my disney it's on disney plus now so i've got no excuse it's just a matter of getting around to it uh, that and Captain Marvel are my two non-watches from the MCU, so I need to get mm. around to those. Mm. Uh, yeah,
1: Captain so th- Marvel is worse. If we're going to just say it, it's not even part of the. Rest oh, I haven't of even it. gone through. yet. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to jump back to Phase
0: Three, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's right up there. We'll what's surprising though is we haven't exactly been kind to this film, but it mm-hmm. feels very middle of the pack in that in that multiverse saga is what wikipedia is calling it uh yeah. but 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 phase four it feels like it's like a median level film
1: i called it a bridge film in, yeah. because that's what i think it is i think it's the bridge for the big baddie for phase four which is going to be kang i mean if anybody who's familiar with the um comics as soon as they introduced thanos we all were like oh my god it's going to be thanos for this and yeah. as soon as they introduce kang where everybody's like oh my god it's
0: going it's to be, gonna kang, be kang. kang yeah yeah um i think it's going to be that i think i don't think it's a good film but i think it'll be an important film and Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of where i'm going to sit with that yeah i I would completely agree this is sorry this is is technically the start of phase five so so there you go oh is it okay yeah next up we've got guardians um and then this will run through yeah guardians so in phase five we've got guardians three the marvels so I guess I better watch Captain Marvel before that Captain mm-hmm. America, new world order. Um, I'm guessing Hulk Hogan's not showing up for that one. <laughs> uh, Thunderbolts, which I didn't even know was a thing. Nope. Sure. And then blade.
1: <laughs> I'm actually excited about blade blade.
0: Surely yeah. it can't be Wesley Snipes. Jeez. No, no. Uh, uh
1: th- well, I think they said he was gonna be a cameo or something, but I'm I'm Go blanking ahead. on the actor's name on it right now. He was he was slotted to do T V first and they cancelled that and now he's getting his movie. Oh is he? If they ha if they haven't changed it. I I I'm I'm a little rusty on that, whether or not that I, I'm eighty five percent sure. They're about eighteen
0: he's, months out. Like they really should have him cast at this point.
1: Oh, they do yeah. they do. I just can't remember if they oh, changed okay. it. I I don't remember I don't think they did. I want to say they didn't because I feel like I would remember reading that they changed it and I'm like oh cuz I think the original actor they had slotted for the TV I think oh, it was be Netflix
0: was going to be good. It's Mahershala Ali.
1: Yes, yes. And yeah. they, am I am I correct in remembering that he was going to do the TV on Netflix similar time that they were doing Punisher and I um, don't know and, that. uh Iron was it Iron Fist or um uh yeah, all of those. He was slotted to do a Blade during that time frame as well. But then it got pushed back and then delayed, and they were like, oh, we're actually going to put you in the MCU as a film, a standalone film. And if you do well, I think is their idea, is it, then you're going to get your series similar to Wesley Snipes, which yeah. I'm, I'm all for. I, I, I'd be I'd be about that.
0: Yeah, he's great. I first saw him in House of Cards, and his only, career's only gone. He's a two-time Oscar winner. I mean, you can't get much better than that. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. I
1: want, yeah, I want to say he was going to do – but at the same time, now I'm thinking about it. Was was he going to do the TV? Maybe they know. recast him, and I was just wasn't upset about it. So I just put <laughs> that in my brain. See, nope, <laughs> he was always the actor. <laughs> so. Yeah. so Phase 5 as a whole is kind of mixed bag. And this being, you said the introduction to Phase 5, yeah. kind of worries me.
0: Yeah, and then, and then Phase 6. I mean, it's only four movies announced. I imagine it'll be only the four films. Uh, Deadpool three, Fantastic Four, Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret Wars. So don't look now—we're three years out from, well, two years out from. Man, that doesn't feel like it's that long. Actually, we're yeah. two years out from the next super story. Wow, two parts actually. That's
1: actually fast.
0: That is fast. Um, granted, we've got something like nine films in the meantime, but yeah, and they'll have TV and they'll have other ways to sort of. uh Get on through there, but uh, I think Phase 6 looks pretty safe. Deadpool 3 and Fantastic Four should be easy slam dunks. So No, 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 no.
1: Fantastic Four has only only hit roadblock, speed bump, and setbacks. Previously, right? Previously, yes, but this being the first, I think there's a lot riding on it, but do you think they're going to actually slam dunk it with so much
0: riding on it and so much failure? They've got a lot of time to lead into that. I mean, if I'm Feige, that's surely the one you've got to get right you've got ex- i completely agree. why is You're there not an writing x- on that one why is there not an x Men film great question how do you not have <laughs> the x-men by now by they, now they,
1: they tried um the fox though it wasn't marvel to be
0: fair oh, is Deadpool that um th- is deadpool three the way to, to, to sort of open that up because 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 wolverine's going to be there and he's always interacted with the rest of the x-men yeah, good point. That would be a good but way I mean, to do it. And then you can sort of bring them out in the Avengers movie and then post, shoot, Phase 7. Is that really going to be a thing? But yeah, if it's Phase 7, then you can get into it there. Yeah, I think you might have just called a DM. Well, you know, every now and then, Blind, <laughs> blind
1: Squirrel finds a nut. I uh, Blind Squirrel, I think, is uh, uh, not giving your... Uh, <laughs> give <laughs> yourself enough credit there this
0: is why we like having you in all your optimistic ways on the pod it's always it's always a good time but it's probably had time we put a bow on it if there's nothing else we can is there anything we, we've we we've left unearthed i
1: i don't think so i think we've talked about our overall um you know rating of the film and what we felt about it you know whether it's the cgi or the story the acting etc i think we've covered all the bases and We both said, see it. So
0: there we go. Well, if there's one more base, we got to hit. It's to show Hermes and the scuttlebutt pod some love there. Do you want to go ahead and promo? I'm literally going to throw this up for release like instantly. So is there anything you've got coming up in the next week that you want to go ahead and give some love to? You know,
1: I am. I am terrible at this. This is why I do 80% of it, because the other 20% (laughs) is all of this. I'm terrible at it. But yes, as Ian said. It's got a podcast. Um, I am one of three, two-thirds military podcasts. We cover a array of topics, and we actually are doing a public live stream tomorrow in less than 24 hours from this recording right now after we put a bow on this. So everybody come and join us. We're doing drinking games. We're doing. We're talking about the latest and greatest, what's going on in the world,
0: as we do all the time. So join us for that. Excellent. And the BFE, we're recording tomorrow on The Wedding Singer uh the adam Sandler. drew i've never seen it so i'm looking for i'm gonna watch it tomorrow still so, i can't wait to see it to that right? <laughs> that laughs a little bit too loaded <laughs> oh it's giddy inside and then uh there's a fairly good chance we're going to announce uh, i'm waiting to hear back from someone if i don't hear back from them in the next uh like 18 hours we will be doing i think Ant Man itself, the original Ant Man, the following week on the BFE. So you know the 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 franchise so nice we ran it back twice. Uh, <laughs> so take a look at the genesis of all my complaints when it was just a quaint little little crime caper. Maybe I maybe I'll maybe my heart will be warmed to it after seeing how big it's gotten. Hopefully here, I mean Ant Man is. I mean Ant Man Quantum Mania is to Ant Man what Fast X is to Fast and the Furious. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, like absolutely. It, it was just about driving cars man like what's happened
1: <laughs> oh my gosh if you only realized how relevant that that comment is on discussion we've been having in, in my household recently <laughs> well, <there> we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we'll put a bow on it this has been best film ever uh, i see it to skip it on Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. it's two see it's more so because of it's it, the nature of importance it's gonna have as a film versus maybe the individual story they were going to tell but it's one of those ones where if you want to know where it's going, you kind of have to know where you have been. So we're going to zoom all the way out now and uh, leave you to regularly scheduled, whatever morning, afternoon, evening we are talking about today. My name has been Ian, and I've been Hermie. and we'll catch you on the flippity flop, the flippity flip flop.